Blog Talk Radio.
That's your boy Wendy Weber. That one is called Night Vision. Let's get into another one. This one is called Dreamer of, of his refugee album that's about to be out. Randy Weber, right here on the Keys 107 Network, Blog Talk Radio, Hoodridge Magazine, What's Rich in Your Hood. some great music and some good times and uh, really our community. And uh, right about now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring on my co-host, Miss Millie Uma Diamond. Millie, you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Millie Uma Diamond, say hello to the Hoodrich Magazine family. Hi, Hoodrich. Hope all is well. Thank you for having me. Well, definitely, Millie. It's a pleasure. You know, um, I'm so happy. This is uh, for everybody that 
you know, don't know, this is Millie's first uh, broadcast on the show with me. Um, she's gonna, you're gonna hear about her a lot. She's out there. She's, um, you know, well, I don't even want to talk about what you do, Millie. Let you introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. Who is Millie Diamond? Well, um, Lily Diamond, me. Um, I actually am doing a lot of interviews. I work within the industry. Um, I'm out there, also another husband in the industry, trying to make strides for our youth and, you know, promote those that are doing great things in our community. Um, you know, I go out there, I'm working with uh, a lot of great actors, actresses, performers, you know, a lot of artists. And uh, we have someone on today that I'd like to um, introduce you guys to. Fact. Hold that thought before you do your interview with Millie. Let's go to a commercial break, and uh, when we come back, we are gonna have the interview, her person's interview here on Hoodridge Magazine, Miss Millie Diamond and Mr. Los Jones, right here on the Keys 107 Network Blog Talk Radio. Hoodridge Magazine was rich. In your hood, we'll be right back. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback. Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, here on the Keys 107 Network. This is a song called Decisions by Ronnie Songs featuring Naomi Emanuel right here on the Keys 107 Block Talk Radio. Hoodrich Magazine was rich in your hood. Yeah. 
um, about getting into acting, if it's something that they want to do or getting into the whole entertainment industry? Well, the first thing I think that um, as far as just, like, you know, giving any advice for anybody so that's just coming up in the game is you definitely want to stay uh, humble is, like, a uh, key important. You want to you stay focused as much as possible also. Um, you know, and it comes with a lot of sacrifice. If you're going to be in this game, like a great mentor told me, you got to be in it for the long haul. So it's like, you know, you can't worry about, oh, well, it's been, I've been in the game for two years, or I've been in the game for five years, and I'm, you know, and nothing. Because at the end of the day, nothing comes good to you unless you put in that hard work. So hard work right. always does pay off, you know. So, you know, okay. and it shows. It definitely will show. So, you know, just stay focused, determined, humble, and, you know, strive for it. And don't let nobody tell you that you can't do anything in, in life, no matter, you know, saying who says it. But if, don't, you, if you have a goal and, and you love it, you have a passion, stay with that passion and, just, and, and keep going. That's right. I did in the ground. I am now with Hood Rich. <laughs> well, so that's much. right. Without Congratulations. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. So um, the next thing that I wanted to get into with you, you know, like I said, we, we want to reach out to the youth and other people, you know, and encourage them to do positive things with their lives if they're interested in the entertainment industry and acting and things like that. Um, has there been anyone that's reached out to you about, you know, acting? Have you, you know, been out there doing your thing, you know, giving advice out to these kids one-on-one? Like, what is it? Have you heard from anybody? Oh, um, well, definitely. I mean, uh, okay. just, just being... Just being in a small community growing up in, in Mount Vernon, um, I had this that the feeling that for all the kids, especially the young ones, if anybody's gonna change anything, it's gonna be them. And just for yeah. that feeling of them actually knowing, you know, well this guy I just seen him in the fifty cent movie, I just seen him in Law and Order Criminal Intent, I just seen it lets them know that they have the same chance and opportunity to do something great with themselves. So, I mean, that's just, to me, that's a blessing for me to actually have little kids and people that's from my community look up to me in that aspect, you know, because if I could change one, to me, that's big. I don't have to worry about millions right now. That'll come down the line. But just one person that actually, like, you know what? Hey, Carlos, I, I want to I do what you're doing when I get older. I want to be an actor. Or it, it just, it's just the, the feeling that I have is just overwhelming. It's a great film. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely, yes. I, you know, I, I love it. I love that. I love that. Just to give back to the community as far as that, and and give much as knowledge as possible. That's right. Never forget where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> Always give back to it. That's right. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience? Have you worked with uh, any other people that have really touched you in this industry as far as experience goes? As far as experience, you said. Yeah. Um, as far as experience, I've I've, I've came across um, well, I just said like a mentor, um, Kim Harding. Um, she's an A-list mm-hmm. casting director. Um, you know she she casted Think Like a Man. She's casted Baby Boy. She's casted Friday. She she's casted Fast and the Furious. So the things that I've learned from her and and when I was in L.A. and we, um I sat down and I was at one of her um her classes. It was like the information that I got from her was so great and powerful that I was like, you know, this definitely is the industry and the type of game for me that I need to be in. Because when you can get that kind of feedback from somebody who's been in there even twice as long as you and can give you back positive feedback and at the end of the day make you feel that, yes, you are on the right track. Or, yes, you are doing the right thing. or And, you know, it just made me feel like, okay, this is exactly uh, something that, I know for a fact that I'm doing that's the right thing to do. So that's right, and you're making a difference in it. Even yes. what you love to do, you're making a difference in it. So. Yes. So um, I understand that you're actually involved in um, some organization um, interests. You have some things going on in Mount Vernon. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes. Um, I, I just linked up with Stan. Really, um, I'm not sure if anybody actually knows the story, but his son, um, who was a cop for White Plains. Um, he was an undercover cop. Well, he was an off-duty cop at that time, and he got killed by another cop. It was all over the news. Yeah, it was all over the news. And, um, you know, I just linked, I just had linked up with him the, the other day, and he got a chance to see the great things that I've been doing, and he was like, you know, it'd be great if we, if we linked up, you know, for 
for us to get back to, you know, our community, Mount Vernon. And he's gonna be starting something with the kids at the Dole Center in um in Mount Vernon, which I believe is great. And um it's gonna be a great organization because at the end of the day I feel like that, you know, our kids need to know that it's okay to come outside and, and play in a park at four o'clock in the afternoon or you don't have to worry about people shooting outside or so I mean if we have a little community center where kids can actually go and, you know, right. hear positive things happening and have things for them. Like, you know, little basketball stuff and little baseball things like that. I think it'd be great. So I'm definitely linking up with him on that and that's gonna be huge because it's, it's um if I have the whole church, Grace Baptist Church, they're behind that as well. So, um that's a big great thing that we're gonna do for the kids and um it's gonna be a powerful movement. I can't wait to see that happen. Actually, you know, you gotta let us know about that information as soon as you get it. I can plug it in and we can have some supporters come out. Definitely and definitely. Uh, join us on that. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, with, I actually heard that um, you had another organization that you're dealing with. Is that yes. the same one that I've been dealing with, right? Yes, yes, so yes. Um, of, course, of course, as you know, because you've been a part of this organization as well. Um, yeah. Down, Guns Down Life's Up. And um, that's that's like a whole scheme of forcing everybody from all different boroughs. That's, that has like a better outlet right now. Um, I linked up with James Jimbo. Um, Dobson and um, Twin Atkins as well from um, from Queens, and um, they just had a, a big guns uh, down life up in, in Harlem, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah in Harlem, and um, which is a great powerful movement, I, I believe. Uh, Al Sharpton came out, um, so it was, it's you no, know, it's a great powerful movement as well because I mean, at the end of the day, I support anything, any cause like that, guns down lives up. Like, that just makes me feel good. Guns down, locks up, because that's just where we need to be at. I mean, we're about to hit 2014 soon. And I believe that, you know, we had an all-time high with these murders and these killings and, and these young kids. These these are young kids. So if anybody's going to change it, how I always feel, like, it, it's kind of hard to change a person that's grown up already, like, in their 30s and their 20s and stuff. But if we can touch a kid that's only five, well, we can, if they can see it, we can start changing now by the time they are our ages. Maybe everything will change back to the way it used to be when we used to grow up and we didn't have to worry about all of this crazy gun killings and, and these little young, these young deaths that's happening out here to, to our youth. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely supporting that 100%. So that's another one of my movements. Guns down, lives up. No doubt, no doubt. Well, my name is Jr. Of course, you know Mr. Mr. Carlos Jones, and um, I'm a part of a movement called Lay the Guns Down. Okay. Out of Brooklyn, uh, Mr. Michael Tucker. Um, okay. He founded his organization. His son actually was um, shot um, and killed by the um, New York City police. You know, oh, wow. Years. It, it prompted him to actually start the organization. So I can definitely understand, you know, your and, and, and your sentiments with what you're doing with your yeah. organization. Guns down, with guns down, lives up. That's what it's called. Yeah, guns, guns down, life up. That's a beautiful, beautiful, you know. And um, yeah, please keep us informed on whatever you know you guys have going on. And definitely, and the, same, and the same thing with your organization. I'm, I'm, I can, I'm a part of. Anything that's on a positive note, I will I will definitely speak about it as long as I have breath in my lungs and the tongue to speak. I will definitely speak about it and support it all the way. That's a beautiful thing. Also, the movie Swag. Tell us a little bit about the movie Swag again. Yeah, it's a pilot. It's a um, it's a pilot. We shot it as a pilot. It's um, it's basically going to be like uh, let's see, like you know how the hip hop culture, how you have the hip hop culture. And mm-hmm. how everything is now, like everything is so, like, uh, let's say YouTube-ish or camera phone. So it just touches on all of that. Like you know how you have the rappers that have the rap beats, and it kind of right. just shows the world where we at now. So it's kind of like a, a pilot, but almost shot into like when you watch it, it's like, wow, this is real stuff. It's kind of like showing you your world right back at you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like showing you how your camera phones and all that stuff, how much that is so much now powerful that, you know, it's, people will use their public camera phone and watch somebody in distress rather than go help them. 
Exactly. Because you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it touches on all of that. So it's just like when people actually sit there and watch the show, it's going to be like, wow. Like, yeah. So, I mean, we're pitching it to a few networks now. So once it picks up, I just, I'll definitely be the first to hear about it. Um, I will definitely, you know, come back and talk with y'all about it. I have no problem with coming and doing this interview and letting y'all know exactly all the inside of what we, you know, what is actually happening with that pile of swag. But um, I believe it's, um, if you want to check the website, I believe it's www.blacknoise.com. I found um, not mis- Black Noise. N-O-I-S-E. N-O-I-S-E. N-O-I-S-E, yes. Dot com. Yes, dot com. Okay, beautiful. I'm sorry, I just took over the interview. No, no, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. Um, I'm your co-host. This is how we do things. We share. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> um, well, just you know, I just thought... I mean, we have a mind activation and a movement okay. also. Um, oh, okay. To be hearing about and seeing us out there. You know, we're into the we're into the b-boy and you know that whole graffiti and um, just that culture that you're actually talking about. You know, yes. yeah. Um, but what we are like, you know, with Millie would tell you, we are definitely on that positive movement. You know, and 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 on doing things because we don't want people to think. You know, a lot of people out here are, are just afraid to even try to do something or to find out. That's right. Reason. About how to, and today it's so simple to do research. It is That's so right. simple because of YouTube and everything else that you know that we don't even utilize to our full ability. How many That's people right. have have laptops and these things, and all they use it for is to send emails or you know play games and go on yep. Facebook. When you're actually holding a corporation in your hand, exactly. if you use proper. Correct. You know, and that's the thing that we have to teach our youth, and they have to teach them how to be resourceful and use what they have. A lot of times, don't think about what you don't have. What you have right in front of you, sometimes it's all you really need the most to get what right. you want. That's right. Around the life. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, and you know, we just it's so crazy out here that, you know, the past few months, even, you know, before that, we've been hearing all about, every, you know, all these um, shootings. Innocent people, innocent lives just getting taken, and it's like, you know, it's something that happens in our community every day, basically. Sorry to say, you know, it's just now more in, in, the, in the news now that they're now, you know, focusing on it because they have to, you know. They have but, to. Yeah, they have to, you know, yeah. but what we're realizing, too, is that, that we cannot depend on a government to run our lives. We right. We run our lives. You are That's in charge right. of your life. You know what I'm saying? So That's now right. we, the community, have to run our communities and That's be ready right. for anything. Come together. Anything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and, That's, and right. that's where I think, you know, the strength will come in when we all really start to work together and not be envious of one another because you got this and I got that and I want that and I want to be the boss. And No, 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 no. Thank you. What I know, you know. <laughs> You know right. what I'm saying, really? That's right. That's right. We don't have to get it in one of the end of the day. Yeah? That's it. That's it. And that's what, you know, life is really, to me, all about, you know. So I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for having me. I hope you can stay on a little while longer. I do have another guest on the line, a brother by the name of Mr. Randy Weber. We want to thank our co-host, Miss Millie Uma Diamond, and our guest, Mr. Carlos. Jones right here on the Keys 107 Network Hoodrich Magazine was rich in your hood like I said coming up I have interview with a very good friend of mine he goes by the name of Mr. Randy Weber and what we're going to do right now is play one of his tracks this one is called Under the Radar right here on the Keys 107 Network Hoodrich Magazine was rich in your hood
song is called Under the Radar, brought to you by Mr. Randy Weber, right here on the Keys 107 Network. Hoodrich Magazine was rich in your hood. And my next guest, um, you might know of him, but you, you, you know, you might know his work. If you ever watch Sanford and Son, the theme song, oh, yeah. Sanford and Son, yeah. if you ever listen to Frankie Beverly and Mays, any of their songs, yeah. you hear him playing. If you ever um, listen to some Cool in the Gang, um, you hear him, and, and I mean, just a whole list of work. And this brother, a good friend of mine, I got him, you know, finally got caught up with him, got him to sit down and take a minute to just, you know, be with us. And uh, Randy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing? Hi, right. Randy. Uh, Randy, Hello, welcome with Miss Millie Uma, myself, and Mr. Carlos Jones, who's on the line right now. Hello, hey, how you doing? Hello. Hey, Carlos. How are you man? I like what oh, you're doing. Man. Oh, man, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much. Just trying yeah. to get on the positive track and, you know, keep stay focused. That's all I'm trying to do. That's what it's all about. That's it, that's it. And nothing wrong with hard work. That's right. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me here, guys. I really appreciate it. And Randy, it's a pleasure. And um, just give the audience, the listening audience, for those that might not know, because I, I do have a lot of young listeners also that might not really know your work. You know, just give us a right. uh, his, your history. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I've worked through the years with uh, a couple of, couple of groups and um, artists. Like uh, Stephanie Mills, uh, worked on Paul Abdul's first album. I worked with Cool and the Gang, a couple of albums with Cool and the Gang produced. Uh, Jimmy Cliff was nominated for a Grammy for the Jimmy Cliff uh, Hanging Fire album back in the um, late 80s. And uh, did a soundtrack uh, featuring uh, Danny DeVito and Beth Mittler called uh, Ruthless People. Um, you know, I'm currently working with Maze, Frankie Dublin Maze, behind the scenes. As a, I'm a program uh, synthesizer, a programmer, and I do sound designing. And um, I, I'm doing that right now for Frankie and stuff. He's uh, 65 plus and still hanging in, in there, you know. Yeah. And uh, I've done uh, work for Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, and a few songs on oh, wow. the TV program. Yeah, um, Jimmy cast a bunch back in the day, and uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I think you were in the Jimmy Cast. <laughs> I worked in the Fuji's before they were the Fuji's. They were called the Rap Translators. Wow. And then later on, they were known as the Fuji's and blew up real big. Worked with Color Me Bad and stuff. Um, the late Gwen Guthrie. And some people out here, you know, I work with. Definitely, man. Yeah, well, I know I know the list goes on and on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So but just tell me, us, tell us a little bit of, um, about what, what what that experience is like for you, man. I mean, when you first started out, you know, how you really started in the music industry and to get where you are right now. Oh, man. You know, I it's really hard to pinpoint how I... How I got to where I was, I guess it was just fate. You know, I, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, born and raised. And uh, the great thing about New Orleans is that I, where I grew up in the Lower Ninth Ward, there was a musician on every other block. You know, and I, I grew up around Fats Domino, uh, the legendary Ernie Cato, um, Alan Toussaint, the Neville Brothers. I grew up with all these guys, and, you know, music was everywhere. And I just happened to come from, uh, I just happened to come from a family who listened to a wide variety of music, which I can recall that really got me started was my brother came home from Vietnam and he had all of these, um, these weird records. I was listening to James Brown and Marvin Gaye and everybody. And he came home with these records called Santana and Jimi Hendrix and uh, Grand Funk Railroad. And I, I didn't know what that was. So I, I checked it out and I was hooked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I got real serious with with it after that, and then I started playing in uh, nightclubs at a very young age. I picked up the, uh, the keyboard really quick, 
and I was about 14 with a beard and a mustache, so I would get away at, you know, posing as 18. <laughs> so my first show was with, um, oh my God, what, what is her name? I can't think of her name, but she was a scary woman that really scared everybody when she sang because she was a different type of artist. Carter? Uh, Betty? Yeah. Not Betty Carter. No. Um, it'll come back to me. I I, I can't remember quite all this. <laughs> anyway, from there on, um, I thought um, I went to college and I formed my first group, real group, with a drummer named David Million. And we had a fusion group called the New Jazz Quintet. And that's where it all really started, was right there. Um, we started playing this jazz fusion music like return to forever to Korea type stuff. And um, we got a really a lot of notability in New Orleans. We started opening up for groups like Weather Report, Ramsey Lewis, Patrice Russian, and recorded our first solo album and it did quite well in a regional area. And then um, I kind of burnt out on the music in a way mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I wanted to Try something different. So, um, Cool and the Gang happened to be in town for a show, and I happened to talk to the manager and tell him what I do. And they hired me as a tech to come out on the road for a tour. Mm. And that's where it really happened. I met Ronald Bell, who's uh, Cool's brother, the saxophone player. Yeah. Uh, his name now is um, Ali Bayam. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know about Ali Bayam. <laughs> but anyway. He's the guy who suggested that we should start a production company together and start producing groups. And I moved, the family and I moved up to New York, to New Jersey, and um, started producing all these groups, Stephanie Mills and, you know, the Manhattans and everybody. And that was a great little stretch, you know, and learning experience. And now... I'm doing my own project called the Randy Weber Refugee Project. Yeah. Uh, titled In From a Storm. I moved back to New Orleans um, about 10 years. Yeah, about the 90s I moved back. And um, you know about Hurricane Katrina, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that was a very devastating storm for the whole city. And I was really annoyed that we, that the uh, media and the president were calling us refugees, you know, like we didn't even belong to to the USA or whatever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's where I get the name from, the Randy Weber Refugee Project. Mm-hmm. And I'm using New Orleans musicians who came back to the city to start all over again, you know, and trying to just uplift their spirits and help out the local talent and everything, you know. And these are some very, very great musicians that I grew up with and I played for the years with and I. I haven't played with some of these guys in over 15, 20 years, but man, these guys were really, really good. And, you know, I I wrote and uh, co-wrote a few things with um, my saxophone player, Lance Ellis. He's uh, uh, currently playing with the original Lowriders, which was part of the war band. Mm. You know, Kid and all of that other stuff they did. Wow. But uh, the project is coming along pretty good. You know, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to um, getting it out, getting it out to the public. So they Definitely. Can, uh, well, you know, you have a home here at Hood Rich Magazine, my brother. Uh, not uh, only do your music get played, it's in my, it's in my, all my little commercials, my my stingers, everything, man. Some great music, you know. Wonderful. I appreciate it, man. Anything you can do or I can do to help each other, let's do it. Definitely. Yeah. That's right. Definitely. Just um, yeah. can you just um, give me your 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 take on on the industry today, and how it's changed over the years, and what 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 is what was yesterday and what is today? You know, like yeah. Well, you know, I'm not really happy with the industry today, but I don't have any control over that. All I can say is that I wish that they would have taken more time to develop artists like they were doing back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and not just you know with the with the change of technology it's very easy 
to think you are a musician because you can program a drum machine and you know make a beat or whatever. And I always tell everybody here, I have a hammer, a screwdriver, and nails, but I don't call myself a carpenter. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> Again, I think it really changed. Kind of put a word to me personally because, you know, to have your music played on the radio and to have it just on disc, and, and you know, you have to do your homework. You have to really put effort and time, and you know, you really have to go through a test of getting it out there. But now today, you can put anything out there, you know, and if it sticks, it sticks, and if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad, and it still may stick. But it's not really educating the people, I think, musically. You know, you might want to disagree with me, but if you can think of a hit today that can stand the test of time of maybe over 20 years, I don't think there's a song out today, currently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing that's like true. A, nothing like a Whitney Houston or something like that that can stand the test of time of music. You know what I mean? Even mm -hmm. Frankie Double, yeah, good example is Frankie Double and Mays. Yeah. This guy's been around since I don't know how long, you know what I mean? And his music stands the test of time because it's true art. You know what I mean? That's the only problem I have because a lot of the music today is not true art. You know? Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I'm not trying to knock anybody because if you know if you can make your money in that way, and that's all fine. But that's just the bottom line, the reality of it. You know what I mean? And I try to be artful with the things I do because I want to try to help and inspire other people to go that way too, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, um, I, and I just think that we're missing, there's a big hole, empty shell right there that, that needs to, a gap, a void needs to be filled, you know? Mm. Wow. It's so true though, you know, I mean, being in the music, I've been, I've been, wow, I've been playing music since I was, you know, the age of seven, so I'm, yeah. I'm uh, I'm out of a particular age right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to think about the age right now, but <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, mean the it's uh, like the degrade of the of the quality of, of what you're doing, or even even the the um being respectful to the art. Yeah, know, exactly. That's is, what I'm talking about. Being respectful to the art. I think the oh boy, you know, certain um, businesses in the music business. They didn't respect the art, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just went out for the dollar bill, you know. It's, this is what's happening right now. Well, let's make a dollar off of it. But I don't think they yeah. put a big picture of the full effect that it would have on the whole industry and the music itself, you know what I mean? Because well, you know what? Hold that thought. Let me just say this: that yeah. um, I see the the switchboard is lighting up, and um, anyone is calling in. The number is two one three nine four three. Three six one eight, and um, if you want to ask a question or you just want to make a comment, just press one on your keypad, and it'll let us know that you want to say something. Right now, we do have someone that um, they just hit the um, alert button. So just hold on one second. Let's see um, who we got here from the six three one area code. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, I'd just like to thank you for bringing Mr. Randy Weber on your show today. I think uh, the conversation is really great. And I have a, a, a kind of question statement for him, and it goes like this. I miss the days of the bands, the live musicians, the, the horns, the keyboards, and the guitar. Do you think that the music business is going to head more towards that way, or are they going to stay with the synthesized computer music? That's a very good question. Um, Actually, I think uh, from traveling around the world, I've, I've have run into a lot of young musicians who are starting to really get back into the instruments, which is really, really great. I really encourage that. But I think that it still may be split in a way where you will have live bands and the synthesizer music, but I'm hoping like you that, you know, everybody would get on the bandwagon of real music again. You know. I mean, I think it even affects live live shows because you have oh, to rely definitely. on so many theatrics rather than the talent of the musician when there's no real instrument on the stage. Oh, totally. You know, I would be quite disappointed if I paid money to go see a performance 
somebody pushing buttons and not I don't even go to live shows today, so, you know, but I remember oh, really? the days, the Commodores and Cool and the Gang, and, you know, oh, each, yeah. each, the band had their own little rhythm, their own thing going on, and when James Brown had yeah. the JB, but just wait for the horn section to dance with yeah. Oh, that's hey. the beauty of music, you know, the, the interaction, the interaction between the musicians, and, you know, and the great thing about the live music was that night after night it could be different or you know yes. uh, another little sparkle or another little thing could happen oh yeah i miss those days uh, and you know what else it does i just thought about this especially you being from new orleans um yeah the um the computer music takes away the ability to have jam sessions like when other musicians would come and sit in on yeah. the set. yes i know you know um what i tried to do with my record is um, try to bring both of them together in a way. I brought the live musicians along with the computer music, and it, it was a great blend that I was actually able to get. So when you, when I finished the project, I would appreciate it if you would listen to what I'm trying to do. But I know exactly what you mean. You know, the great thing, the bad thing about computers is that the interaction, you don't meet anybody really there. So you're losing that contact, you're losing the ideas, you're losing the inspiration, the motivation from other people. And that's, I think that's a bad thing. It's good to practice and everything with, but still in all, that live, you know, interaction between two people, you can't beat with a machine. No, a machine is only going to do what you put into it, you know what I mean? It's not going to give you any other thing outside of that. Much. And um, J.R. Strong, I want to thank you again. And Randy Rebus, thank you for giving me a moment of your time to talk to me. I got to go, but I'm listening, and I appreciate you. Bye. Oh, thank you. Bye. Bye. This is Rafika Muhammad, who is a producer and also one of the founders here at the Keys 107 Network that we are on, where you can see us um, actually our website is um, thekeys107.com, network. thekeys107network.com. Let me get it right, you know. It's been a minute since I've done a live show, so, you know, I'm, I'm still getting my feet wet, you know. But um, what I'm going to do right here is I'm going to play um, a track by Mr. Weber, Randy Weber. It's called Below Sea Level, and then we're going to come right back, okay? So Party nobody below knows what we're We'll be back. Right. Say that again. Above
Randy Weber. Yeah, party below sea level right here off of his refugee project. Very good music. So, um, you know, time really flies when you're having fun, you know. Um, I want to thank uh, Randy. Yeah. Mr. Randy yeah. Weber, I want to Mr. Carlos Jones. I want to thank you guys. And, of course, my co-host, Miss Millie. Miss Millie Diamond. <laughs> yeah, for being here. So, um, I'm going to start with you, Mr. Carlos. Is there anything that you would like to say? I know um, the time is winding down. We're only on for an hour. I might have to um, try and get more time. But like I said, you're always welcome back. So, any oh, last yeah, words? definitely. I, I, as soon as I finish, when we finish up that uh, the project with Swag and it gets a full steam ahead behind it, I will definitely, definitely want to call in. Or, uh, you know, maybe come through and talk and have an interview about everything that's going on. Um, and the organizations that I'm a part of. Also, I know some starts as far as next month. So I would like to come in and keep touching, keep base, and let you know exactly what we're doing with that and how we're succeeding with that and how successful that's becoming also. Beautiful. Um, and what you can do is also go to the website and post up what you guys are doing on our site. Okay, definitely. That way, you know, we can we can just let it out and everybody can see what's going on and stay in touch, okay? Definitely. We'll do it. Once again, uh, Mr. Randy Weber, my brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, any last words? Until the next yeah. time, because I know this is just the first time being on the oh, show. Yeah. You definitely have to come back, you know? I would love to come back. Thanks for having me. And you guys out there, be on the lookout for the Randy Weber Refugee Project and from the storm. You're gonna love definitely, it. yeah. We definitely be looking out for that for sure. And of course, my co-host, her uh, inaugural show, which she did her thing, Miss Millie Diamond. <laughs> All right. How are you, darling? Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I'm doing good, actually. Uh, John, I just wanted to just let you guys know that I will also be. Uh, keeping up to date with these events going on um, in all boroughs, actually. I'll be involved in uh, community um, service situations, also making announcements every Wednesday. So I'll definitely every be on Wednesday, that. that's right here on the Keys 107 mm-hmm. Network, Hood Rich Magazine. Yep. Wow, thank you so much, everyone, for um, making this show what it is, you know, and uh, I want to say to each one of you, just keep doing what you're doing. And um, let's make a difference out here. Also, I want to send a shout-out to the Peacekeepers. The Peacekeepers at thepeacekeepers.org. Check them out. Captain Dennis and and everyone that, Russell Simmons, everybody that's involved, myself, um, you know, the Keys 107, we're all involved with the Peacekeepers, and it's an initiative that's just growing, not just here in this country, but worldwide. Wonderful. We want to keep that going. Check them out, the Peacekeepers. Um, Also, coming up, my brother, Brother Yashua, Mare Yahushua, doing his show called Listen to the People. Check him out at 8.30. He has a great show. I know he does. Um, I don't know who's on the show, but definitely check it out. And don't forget, all the shows are podcast on the Keys 107 Network on Blog Talk Radio. And if you can't get the Blog website, okay, www.thekeys107network. I'm J.R. Strong, and I just want to thank you guys for... I want to thank you, too, Mr. J.R. Strong. Thank you so yeah. much, man. man. Thank you very anytime, much. Anytime, man. Just keep it keep it moving, and let's, let's keep each other up, man. That's what it's all about. You know, let's support one another, all right? That's right. You got it. God bless you, man.